This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with a Comstock Report. The March USDA planting intentions and quarterly grain stocks reports. It was well known by the trade ahead of time that there would be more corn relative to soybeans this year because of the sky-high nitrogen fertilizer costs and availability. The trade was looking for 92 million acres of corn, and USDA says that just 89.5 million will be planted. That's not enough to provide any kind of buffer to a weather threat this summer. The weather pattern is starting out negative with extreme drought in the western plains and very wet conditions in the eastern Corn Belt. Our weather forecaster says he expects the pattern to last into spring. I expected more soil makers than the 6.2 million USDA set for intentions and think that was the result of how terrible dry conditions are in the western plains. We are already hearing anecdotal reports from farmers in the Mid-South who have not gotten corn planted on time due to wet conditions, bringing back seed corn to dealers in lieu of cotton. Agronomics will impact planted acreage relative to intended acreage, and it will be very difficult under current agronomic conditions to plant more corn. Less corn meant more soybeans, with farmers intending to plant 91 million acres of soybeans compared to the trade estimate of 89.2 million. Subsequently, soybean prices weakened. Some of these intended soybean acres will come from corn on corn, which will also see a yield boost. That is what I expect from mine. A significant number of these soybeans will also be double cropped from wheat. Those acres will have less yield potential. When all prices are profitable, the way to make money is to plant the most agronomically favorable crop where you get the highest production. You have to have something to sell, so you plant what you think will yield best. In the case of drought conditions or delayed corn planting, that is soybeans. I'm not bearish soybeans, looking to buy them on a break because of the global production picture. First off, we are dealing with bull markets, and that is not fully soaked into some traders. The U.S. will be impacted the least by the global fertilizer shortage. The U.S. has 90% of our fertilizer or soils have residual fertility, and most of what we import comes from Canada next door. Much of the rest of the world, South America, Europe, and Asia, imports most of their fertilizer, and we have an impending global fertilizer disruption and shortage. May 23 soybeans is the Brazilian new crop contract, and I think that it is cheap if it backs up to 1375. I do not see a way for markets to change my farm acreage intentions. Once you have crop inputs locked up, there's little flexibility in changing them, unless forced to by weather. Another point that I have made is that current prices have not gone high enough to destroy any demand. USDA put wheat stocks at 1.025 billion bushel, which was 39 million below the average trade estimate. Corn stocks were put at 7.85 million bushel, which was 35 million below the average trade estimate. Soybean stocks were put at 1.93 million bushels, which was 38 million above the average trade estimate. That may reflect a higher yield from last year. That was close to trade estimates, as sometimes the trade has missed the stocks report by two to three hundred million bushel. If demand has suffered, it did not show up in the stocks report. We have reports that China has been buying both old and new crop corn. They play the game with export sales reporting pretty well, so USDA still lags reporting the actual purchases. Shipping out of the Black Seas is expensive and difficult. Some may be rerouted through Romania, but not much. Ukraine is going to be under duress this planting season with the farmers fighting Russians in the military. 
Their military will take precedence over fuel supply and trucking. My take is it will eventually require prices going to further heights, probably new all-time highs, before demand will back off, with end users being priced out of the market. Cattle and feed numbers are up, with feeder cattle being forced into feedlots by drought. The anecdotal message we heard from hog producers about empty finishing barns was correct, with market hog numbers off 2.4%. There are less pigs and hogs on feed, but they will utilize the abundant finishing capacity by adding days on feed. Hog weights will increase. Pork production will not be down 2.4%, and neither will feed consumption. The U.S. is the source for those who have lost their regular grain and oil seed suppliers because of the war in Ukraine or shortened South American production. I previously suggested that the corn balance sheet will tighten the carryover to a sub-1 billion bushels, and I think that the old crop soybean carryover will shrink a lot as well. Anyone that expected U.S. farmers would find a huge number of new acres today were disappointed. I'd said that they would be. This is fence row to fence row of all the good acres that we have. Marginal acres do not work with these higher costs. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunity, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.